Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for the most average podcast ever. It's Zach. Look at this guy. So hopped up on goofballs and grass, he's got no idea what's going on. And the nose. Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? <laughs> Why? All right, folks, welcome back. It is Zach and the Nose Podcast, volume 13, lucky number 13 here for you guys. Yep, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things here. We are in the dog days of sports. We have a lot of things coming up. We're going to be talking about life in general. We're going to talk about this and that. Fantasy football will, you know, always be the the base of these podcasts. So we'll try to talk a little bit about that also. But I'm kind of bored with that right now because nothing's going on in fantasy football. But I missed the nose. So I brought him back in for another session. Volume 13 of Zach and the Nose. Good morning, nose. Good afternoon, nose. Good night, nose. I have to say all those things just in case whatever time someone is listening to our podcast. How the hell are you? Nice usage of the word base. It's all about the base of the fantasy football. Well, you know, it's all about the base, no trouble. And Isn't that that song by that lady? See? Oh, my God. What's Ma- her name? Do you Megan, know her name? Megan Trainer. Good for you. I have, I have eight, no idea. I have an eight-year-old. I know. You're right. And, you're uh, at this. Do you have to go to a Megan Trainer concert? Never. No? Wife takes You send the wife to that, right? 100%. Okay. I just want to make sure. I'm asking. This is what the podcast is all about. Nothing. What? I'm sure people have watched Seinfeld before. They don't do They talk about nothing. At least once in a while, we talk about fantasy like, football. What does a 40-year-old man do at a Megan Trainer or a Katy Perry concert? Like, what do they do? Okay, I have to ask a question before that. First off, is it by, are they by themselves with their kid? Do they have kids with them? Is there another parent there? All right, there's a big problem if they're there without their children. Oh, no, 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 no. That was the, did I even ask that question? I think okay. You did. Yeah. If they're there by themselves, that's the, another, you know, story by it's themselves. Creepy. Yeah. But if, okay. So 40 year old male uh, dad, they're two kids, also four friends. Is there another adult with them, not the wife, like another dad or someone? And is that person driving? Because if that's me with my two kids and then the four friends, what I'm doing at that concert is bleeding my ears out listening to the concert, but boozed up, like straight boozed up. It doesn't matter where I am, BB&T, AAA, if you guys want to sponsor, great. Any of that stuff, that's where I am. But if it's just me by, by myself, then I'm just, I'm being uh, um, tortured? Tortured is the word. I mean, first of all, if you're driving your kids, you're not drinking liquor, are you? No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm hoping there's another adult with me. So in that case... I could be the one that's not driving. I'm in the passenger seat. Nose is driving. Our kids are there. I could get a little bit boozed up. I'm not driving. Okay. Well, okay. no, I know. You're right. I that's a bad three example. three sheets to the wind. Yeah. I am lit up. Okay. So Nose, Nose's wife, and me are at the concert together with our kids. At that point, me and Nose are getting boozed up, and your wife is driving. Mama Nose is driving. She's getting boozed up, too, though. Uh, there's just no situation that I'm going to a concert like this. Not saying Correct. I'm a very involved father, but no, that, no, that, that one's for the wife. Megan Trainer, no deal. Uh, we love you, though. Again, if Megan Trainer and her people want to sponsor this podcast, too, they could do that also. All right, let's just talk about, you know, weird things today. Uh, the NFL draft is coming up. It is uh, about a month away, a little bit less than a month away. And obviously, uh, every year during the draft, whether it's right before or during the draft, the main topic is the quarterback who's going to take this quarterback obviously this year the Kyle Murray uh did I say Murray 
Yeah, is in Murray. Okay, I just want to make good. sure I said the right there. Kyler Murray is going to be drafted more than likely number one overall by Arizona or someone else that trades up for him. But there are some other intriguing uh, quarterback prospects in this draft, and there's some teams drafting in the top 15, including the Miami Dolphins at 13, Denver at 10, Giants at 6, Jaguars just got their quarterback and paid a lot of money for him, Nick Foles. Um, and then Cincinnati's sitting there at 11 also, which is intriguing to me because – I don't know if they like Andy Dalton anymore or not. They might be done with him. The Red Rifle could be out. Who knows? But we'll see. But there are some names up there, and I know that we, me and you were talking about it too, about some of these guys. There's the Dwayne Haskins of the world, the Drew Locks of the world, Daniel Jones of the world, the Will Greers of the world. There are some quarterbacks out there, and I wanted to bring it up. What do you think about these quarterbacks? Because obviously it's all going to come back to fantasy at one point, but just in general, those quarterbacks, those teams could be interested. And the Miami Dolphins, of course, uh, what do you think is going to happen there? I bring the nose in. Bringing the nose in. All right, first off, let's go over the number one pick situation. If Kyler Murray goes one, that opens up just a huge opportunity, in my opinion, for a team to go and make a trade for Rosen. I happen to love Josh Rosen, the thrower, coming out of UCLA. I thought he was the right pick for Arizona. Um, Maybe he's not the right quarterback for Klingsbury's offense, but if you're the Giants, or let's let's go even say it, if you're the Dolphins, to trade a third-round draft pick for what possibly could be your franchise quarterback, isn't that worth the risk to find out where you don't have to use the number one pick or your first-round draft pick? How are teams not really – I mean, I'm sure they are. But if I'm a GM, if I'm – what is it, Chris Greer? Chris Greer. Yeah. Yep. I am certainly thinking about going for Rosen because this year, the quarterback situation, there could be some, you know, some studs out there. But we also obviously know that next year has three main quarterbacks. You got Tua, you got Fromm from Georgia, uh-huh. and you got Herbert from uh, Oregon. Oregon right? yep. So you know next year it's going to be a big success. Why isn't a team going out there, grabbing Rosen, giving him a year, and if it works, oh my God, you just got you know your franchise quarterback for a third-round pick and you're saving your first-round draft pick this year and next year. You know, why aren't they giving him, you know, why wouldn't someone take a chance on him? I don't know. I think because of the fact that he was stuck in Arizona last year, the team stunk. They played like shit. Um, You had all these players on this team, including Larry Fitzgerald and David Johnson, have bad seasons. Or Larry had a decent season stat-wise. David Johnson had a bad season when it comes to David Johnson. And Josh Rosen just didn't do well. No one puts into account the offensive line was terrible. The worst, I was about to say. The worst in maybe the league. Yeah, it was maybe, if it wasn't 32nd, it was 30th or 31st in the league. They were just terrible. Uh, The team was bad. The defense was bad. The team, But that's what happens. Because Josh Allen, the Bills weren't the Super Bowl winners, but Josh Allen ran the ball well at the end of the season. The team played okay and great. Baker Mayfield, we don't need to talk about him. He's a stud, and I don't even want to talk about what that offense could look like this year because I'm scared of it. Plenty of that down the road. Oh, my God. And fantasy implications like, like up the kazoo. And then Sam Darnold's got Adam Gase now with the Jets that, you know, uh, and, and they're going to have some weapons and they're going to have money and they got Le'Veon Bell now. So everyone, everyone's having great success and doing well. And look at the future for these guys. And then there's Josh Rosen. It's unbelievable. And I'm, you know, maybe, uh, maybe it's the big nose on Rosen and the nose on me that I'm a little sucker for him. Possibly. Possibly. But if you watch UCLA games, this is the best thrower in the game. You got somebody like uh, Lewis Riddick out in ESPN who was basically. I mean, he was giving him uh, a lot. I was going to say something pretty lewd. Yeah, no, better, better you did it. Right. He loves him. Let's just keep it simple, yes. right? So you got people who believe in him. This is a no-brainer for a team to go out there. If I'm the Giants, why not go for Rosen? Especially if it's a second or third round pick. Eli starts out terrible. You move Rosen in. You see what you get. If it works, you hit. 
because now you could use this top, you know, seven or eight pick on a needed position. Oh, do they, the Giants need plenty of help after that. And they trade. have two first rounders now where they have seven and like 17 That's, this year because of Odell. If you're just going to take it, if they're not asking for one of those first round picks from the Giants, if they're not saying we want seven or 17 with Josh Rosen, at that point, what do you do? You say, all right, we're going to give you the three. Uh, no, nah, we want something better than that. Okay, take our two and we'll take Josh Rosen. Now you hopefully have your franchise quarterback after Eli is gone. And then with seven and 17, you take a defensive lineman, you take another offensive weapon, and then boom, maybe you turn things around. Otherwise, what the hell are the Giants doing by getting rid of Odell, drafting a running back, and keeping Eli in like $23 million on the cap with him? Just dumb move. I'm no genius, and I'm not a GM, because if I was, I wouldn't be here doing the podcast with you. I'd be sitting in some office in one of the 32 cities where there's an NFL team laughing at everyone else in the world. But we're laughing at the Giants now, because what they're doing is ass-backwards, so I don't know what the hell they're going to do. But for a third or second-round pick, I just feel like it's a no-brainer. Even for the Dolphins! Even for the Dolphins! I know that we're in the tank for Tua, and we're trying to get this guy, and what about the... If it's a third-round pick to get Josh Rosen... The Dolphins should give up a third-round pick to get Josh Rosen. And worst case, you don't like him, trade him or release him. That's it. It's not that hard. And then you pick your quarterback next year. Anyway, I don't want to beat this thing to death. But but Josh Rosen, if Kyler Murray really goes one, is a still a young, very talented quarterback that could, in my opinion, be an easily a franchise quarterback that could get the job done. Uh, if you need a quarterback out there, I would give that guy a one-year. Chance and just see what you're gonna and do from yeah. yeah. Anyway, what what do you think about? Would you be shocked at this point if Kyler Murray doesn't get one overall? Like if Kyler Murray is the, the Arizona's on the clock and they pick X player and it's not Kyler Murray and now all of a sudden what happens in the draft? Who knows? But w- at this point, if Kyler doesn't go one, you'd be shocked or no? Yes, I mean Kyler Murray's going one at this point. I don't see Arizona just going with Bosa and being thrilled. I think they want to build. I mean, listen, Murray brings an excitement to the table that is. I mean, obviously, look at him. If you watched him, he is blazing fast. He could throw all the NFL passes, and that's what we learned. This is not just a guy that, you know, Pat White, you guys brought up earlier. This is not a young speedster that could just throw the ball. He's the number one pick now, and uh, I think Arizona's going to do it. So this scenario we have discussed today I think is going to happen. I want to give kudos before it even happens to the GM who makes the move for Josh Rosen. All right. Uh, Kyler Murray we talked about, Dwayne Haskins, Drew Locke, uh, guys like that. Haskins was the number one quarterback in the draft before the Kyler Murray, you know, whole shebang started with him, and he could be the first pick, and maybe he wants to play football instead of basketball, but Haskins has been that guy. And Drew Locke's an intriguing one as well. I think Daniel Jones has kind of fallen out of that first-round thing unless somebody gets desperate. Will Greer's not going to be a guy somebody takes early. The kid from Buffalo, either Jackson, he's not going to be a guy takes early. But Haskins and Locke could be first-round picks, and like we said before, Giants at 6, Denver at 10, Cincy at 11, Dolphins at 13. You never know what they're going to do. Two guys, four teams potentially need quarterbacks. What do you think about that? Okay, well, I'm going to go out there and just make a prediction for the Dolphins. Let's do this it. is a South Florida-based podcast. If he is there at the 13th overall pick, I believe the Miami Dolphins are going to pick their franchise quarterback in Missouri's Drew Locke. Mm, That's the guy I'm calling out. I got the displeasure of watching him live in Gainesville, and he torched the Gators. Big game moment, on the road, didn't care, throwing darts down the field. The dude is an athlete. I read yesterday or heard that he got full scholarships to play basketball at major universities. Wow, I didn't even know that. He's not just a football player. This kid's an athlete, coach. So what I'm telling you right now, if the Dolphins... Have the ability to get him. Now, I know 
Elway's really high on him, and they sure. pick before. And they're at 10, yes. But what happens if their scenario just works out and Josh Rosen gets traded to the Giants? And then all of a sudden, Haskins goes to Denver, and then here you have it, the opportunity. Locke's if, sitting there at 13. If at 13, I think Locke is the best quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, and I think they're going to pick him. That's the prediction. I don't know what today is, what, March 27th or something like that? The nose has made his call. So I love Haskins, too. Reminds me of a better version of Byron Lefwich. Um, that being said, I think there are a few quarterbacks that will, you know, go off the board before the Dolphins pick. And I think Drew Locke can be there. And if he is there, will be your quarterback that we're talking about every day over the next goddamn how many years. <laughs> All right, March Madness. Uh, we're in the middle of the brackets. Everyone's got 18,000 brackets filled out. Everyone's trying to win money. Everyone's got their Cinderella teams. None of them are in there right now, except for number 12. I believe Oregon's still left over. But there's been some games so far. What do you have? First two rounds, because we're about to enter the the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. That's coming up this weekend. Uh, you know, there's some t- – all. if you went chalk so far in your brackets, you're doing pretty good in your bracket outside of the Oregon pick. Otherwise, that's fine. The Duke-UCF game probably is the best game of the tournament so far, maybe, uh, because you had Zion and Taco going at it. You almost had Taco Tuesday in Orlando, which would have been fantastic to watch, although the UCF fan – is a little bit annoying at this point, so it would have been just a blowhard festival at Disney World. It, it, not even to get to the, the championship, but just to get to the Sweet 16 at that point. Uh, what are your feelings so far on March Madness, what's happened so far, and of course, obviously, Duke-UCF? Thank God that ball did not go in twice at the end of that UCF. Two good game. looks. Now, yeah, yeah. I, I, of course. So what am I, my overall thoughts, I'm going to turn back on that. What a boring start, man. I mean, there is uh, the best part about the tournament is the game winner slash, you know, the, the big— Bryce sp- Drew, like one of those, yes. Valpo? Yep. Dude, there has not been one team this year or last year, if I can remember correctly, that really gave us that Cinderella story. The only that- one was uh, the 16th seed. The beat Virginia. It was a Maryland-Baltimore County. That and, was it, it, yeah. and it was amazing. So yes, you're yes. right. I give you that. No, that, but, but that was it. You're but, right. I but agree that was, with you. But that was it. This year, I believe the lowest seed is Oregon, who— 12 seed, yeah. Who is a major program. Yeah, that's right. Right. I mean, Mr. Nike over there. That's so, right. Yeah. So this year, I'm just completely upset about the fact that a team like Liberty didn't get in or St. Mary's, and I was—I uh, feel like Ho- Wolford had a really good chance. They did. You're right. None of these teams made it to the Sweet 16. It's just— Again, it's chalk. Meh. Meh. Blah. Every, yeah. every secretary slash person out there that has no idea. I have my daughter do my picks. She's winning the league right of now. Of course she Because is. she's looking at it. Oh, one versus 16. One, two versus, you know. Uh, oh, chalk, this, I'm telling you. Chalk like, would have won you money. This is so year. easy for her. And she's like, how hard is this? Because every team that was supposed to win has basically won so far. Pretty boring. So if we go Duke, North Carolina in the championship, uh, those are two of the one seeds. And, of course, if a lot of people did brackets, got Duke versus Virginia, Duke versus North Carolina, maybe Gonzaga in there, too. We're talking about all the one seeds. Yeah. Does that make it a boring tournament? Like, is it a boring tournament if the best teams make it to the championship? Because that's the other side of this argument. Like, both you shut up. It should be the four number ones. That's why they're the number one seeds. I don't want to see bleeping Liberty versus Duke because it's going to be an 80-point blowout. Like the George Masons against yes, the Gators? Yeah, exactly. No, First off, the Gators, by the way, every year play Butler or Nevada in the tournament. I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, anyways, but is it bad for that to happen? Because you're going to have the other side of this argument going, both of you don't know what you're talking about. Duke and North Carolina, if those are the two best teams in the country, that's what I want to see in the championship. I want to see Duke versus Gonzaga. I want to see Virginia in there. They don't want to see University 
University of Maryland, Baltimore County, and Nurse Nanny, or whatever that lady's name was that was in the, the tournament last year. No, I, I agree with you. As long as the games are really entertaining, then I don't have a problem with the top teams getting in. Yeah, no, it's it's better for, probably from a watching point of view. You know, But at the same time, for those first two rounds, which already happened, mm-hmm. I wanted uh, some upsets. Yeah. You know, I wanted to see the coaches, you know, crying and the whole emotion. The only thing that we got was Johnny Dawkins crying because he, you know, lost to Coach K. And Coach K That's was right. crying because his boy Johnny Dawkins from the 80s, you know, he had a beat, you know. and he His kid almost hit that layup. I mean, oh. the tip-in. It was the tip-in, right? It wasn't the it layup. Was the he had the tip-in, and that was so close. How did that Just ball the not get? Just the tip. And yep. you I went know. there. There yep. you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do you think about Taco, by the way? Oh, was he when, fun to watch? When Taco slams, yeah. his feet he doesn't do, jump. Doesn't jump. No, he doesn't need he to. Just he's just like one of those. It's like Sean Bradley. Just correct. Right. Correct. Right. He's a monster. I can't, compa- exactly I can't compare him to Manu Bull because that guy just shot threes. That Bull was Bull is in Oregon. Oh. He was hurt though. I would have loved to have seen yeah. Bull Bull versus Taco. That would have been great. By the way, Oregon getting ready for like a lifetime suspension of all sports soon because of all the scandals going on. But that's another can't wait thought. for that. But that's another right. Another Sweet. story. So yeah. So what do you got winning the tournament? By the way, in your bracket. Oh, Just man. so I could ask here. Since we're I have, can I take it back what I have? No, I have Virginia winning. Okay. And I was real nervous after the first game because they were down like 14 in the first. I thought they were going to lose two years oh, in a row oh. to a 16 seed. Oh, my God. Put that school on death penalty right. if that happens. Right. Right. I just would be very embarrassed to go there. Of course. I don't care how good you are academically. No, You're it an embarrassment. Matter. Great school, life. great education. What the hell happened so, to your team? So I don't like to put Duke as the winner. I, it's no fun for me, especially when you're doing these contests where there's 500 people in it. Putting Duke as the winner, you have to have like almost like the perfect first two rounds to make it. So I, I went with, uh, I did two. I went with Gonzaga for one, and I went with uh, Virginia for the other. And I'm already eliminated all of them because I don't do chalk. Mm. I had a lot of teams with some upsets. I was very disappointed again. I already mentioned I really thought Liberty was going to be the team that could get like the Sweet 16, and then you have this whole week of excitement. Nope, it's just Chalk City, USA. That's I, I have that's, Duke and North Carolina in the championship, both my brackets, and Zion winning both. Oh, you're you're. you're I'm straight up Duke. You are Taco almost ruined my whole tournament. God, you're so yeah. original. Of course I am. <laughs> All right, spring break is going on for the kids down here, by the way. I have a 17-month-old. I don't have to deal with that, but I know I'm bringing it up for one main reason because I know you have a kid who's on spring break now. My main question on this, and we don't need to spend 20 minutes on this, but I'm sure it's going to get there. What the hell do you do with your kid during spring break? I used, to, I think I used to go to like a camp in like the city of Plantation for the week during spring break when I was a kid, like under 10 years old. But what the hell do you do all day with your kid now? Got a 7-year-old and a 2-year-old. And spring break, especially I work from home, Spring break Oof, torture. is the worst week of the year. You wake up at 7 in the morning, if you're lucky, with your children, and you are with them all day, or the wife is with them all day. And what do you do? you got to entertain them. So right now, my wife and kids are at the beach. Thank God, because I don't want to be there at the beach right no now. No way. But then they come home, and then, you know, there's an ha- afternoon. Yeah, and you're I'm in trying charge to work. of the afternoon, right? Yeah. I mean, there's so much one human could do in the wife. And so I'm trying to help out. These days are going so slow. I know you feel me out there, people. If you have children and you're not on a vacation, it is hell week. I don't care what anybody says and how much you love your kids. There's got to be a limit to it. Having a two-year-old all day and night long is very, very brutal. I cannot wait for uh, school to start up on Monday, and if I we're just still had... doing this podcast while my kid, my kid is like uh, in that stage where I got to do something. We better get sponsorships from like Game Time, Dave and Buster's, all that, so I could just bring these kids there every day. Right, these places are 
you know, they're a great way There's to no kill. There's no more Six Flags in Atlantis, There's right? That's close? Okay. Great way to kill time, but man, do they steal your money, too. Oh, oh my God. It's expensive. Oh, it's yeah. expensive. Well, if you got to bring a kid there for hours in a day, it's going to be expensive no matter where you go, unless you go to the beach and you just have to worry about lunch and have them swim around and play and make sand cl- castles the whole day. But the other stuff, everything costs money now. Even if you bring them to a movie, it's expensive to go to a movie. That's pretty crazy. Okay, before we end this today, I have to ask you this because I got a text from your wife, and that doesn't happen very often. But she texted me about something between a garbage can and a snake. And I need to ask more about this because it sounds like the beginning of a softcore porn movie, but I know it's not. So I just need to know what the hell went on with your garbage can and a snake and, like, you and a pair of gloves. Right. So my wife goes out to the garbage, and, you know, the garbage comes once a week or twice a week, and they pick it up, and, you know, the big, green, recyclable guy. And I get a frantic scream, okay? Just scream. I'm like, okay, what could be going on right now? I run outside, like, probably my boxer's. And there is a snake literally twirled around my entire recycling bin. Goodness gracious. This is... I'm scared thinking I mean, this is Davey, Florida, all right? I mean, not a small snake. No, 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 no. This is a snake. Davey doesn't do small this snakes. Is, this is, you know, in the five feet range. Dude, wow. this, wrapped all around it. Oh, my God. No chance. Like, what am I supposed to do? I light that thing on fire. I'm a Jew. I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. No, I'm lighting it on fire. So I call my next-door neighbor... And he comes out there. He's like, okay, I need a broom. That's all I need. So the guy comes, and I give him the broom, and I'm like, oh, I'm being such a wimp right now. And he tries to get it unraveled. No chance. Those things are raveled hard. Yeah. He finally gets this thing to unravel. Then, of course, it falls into the garbage. Oh, done. Garbage wow. can's done. Me, right. You have not touched that thing since then, right? And now you're bringing up the point of the fight between the wife and I. I'm, I'm not touching that. Garbage I'm not touching that again. garbage. First never, of all, never, never. Nope. never. Mm. She's like, "What are you talking about? You're the man of the house." No, I don't care. So you I said it. Care. You said it before. Because I have testicles, I have to go touch that thing. That's got a snake. No chance. This is such Mm-mm. right. Such Mm-mm. BS with this world that I'm the man of the house. Yeah. What are you talking about? I mean, is the snake still in there? Do you know this? So the snake was in there, and I don't know whatever happened to it. But I had did to- the garbage come and take the garbage yes, can? Okay. Yes, right. So and we're it, hoping at this we, point it well, took no, the snake. Of course, okay. we looked in there and it was gone. Okay. Okay. But is it weird that I didn't want to grab the actual, like, aren't those diseased or the snakes? Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, this is way right, past Let's just my say favorite. I did not yeah. want to grab it yeah. with my own hand where the snake was gloves. and bring it back. Gloves. Gloves. Yeah. I, went, I might even use a baseball glove at this point. Went with gloves. That's it. I grabbed it. There's no, there's no chance. I'm not touching that thing ever again. Sprayed that thing down. Like, I find a cockroach in the house. I use the entire thing of ant spray on it. I understand. The entire thing. Dude, I don't like snakes. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't. I don't like snakes. I don't know why. I mean, ever. I know it's very common. Indiana Jones doesn't like snakes. Of course. If he doesn't like snakes, I feel pretty comfortable about it. It's like, Indiana Jones. Right. He's a badass. Beyond. Yeah. But he don't like snakes, and neither do I. Yeah, so no I chance. had to. Uh, I had a snake encounter in my house. I embarrassed myself as a man, but this is a part of life. Listen, it is a part of life, and there's just absolutely no chance in the world. And if I would have known that that was the full story, I would have literally texted your wife back, what the hell do you expect from those? Because he is not going to touch that thing, and I advise him not to touch that thing. No, I don't want to touch that I'd thing. I'd send my kid out there probably if I knew the snake wasn't in there anymore. Just go bring the garbage can back up. You see, you got years until Maddie's a little older to yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't tell your kids snakes around your house. Oh, no, I wouldn't tell them there's a okay. snake in there. I would just say, hey, listen, I left the garbage can out oh. there. Bring it up to the house. Yeah, use it as a pawn. So, 
Yeah, total pawn in that situation. Love. Did we just go spend three hundred dollars at Dave and Buster's? Go get the garbage can, and bring it up. It's just a party. Don't they need anything? Just yeah. grab this thing. By the way, big shout out to Game Time and Dave and Buster's. By the way, because I've been to both places and love them both. And we're using you as examples because I don't know what else to do with my kids during the spring break stuff when it gets to that. So you're probably going to see me there a lot. So there it is, right there and there. But no, I'm not touching the garbage can. Uh, uh, did you te- now? Did your wife see it first? I don't understand. Did she see the snake yeah. first? Okay, yeah, she saw. So it she first. came in and told you screaming. About it. Like, okay. like right. I thought. Like our, you know, I thought something bad happened. Let's just not go out there. But I thought something bad happened. That's the kind of reaction you got because when you first see a snake, and again, this is not a small garden snake, which I know they're out there, and I'm not. No, so, this is a four or five foot snake, dude. And I'm scared. It was for my wrapped life. Yeah. around my yeah. entire. Uh-huh. Nope. No. Nope. Way. No way, dude. I don't care if it's a gardener snake or a black. I don't care if it's poison or not poison. I don't care no. what color it is. It's the only animal that I just say no, Mm-mm. no. What about spider? Don't care. I mean, I, I, I you. I mean, if there's a big ass spider not, not, on the wall, I don't, I'm not screaming about it because it can't get to you. It's not sli- slithering what if it's to you. Towards you. Spiders move towards yeah. you. I'm fast. Like, what if it's walking? I'm faster than a spider. No, but it's like pretty big though. You're okay with that? I mean, are what we are you like, gonna do? Are we watching a show like like that movie? Was like arachnophobia? Arachnophobia. Yeah. If it happens to me, I'll let you know. Mm. Until then, I don't fear. I don't fear it. I don't. <laughs> but a snake or an alligator in my backyard. Well, yeah, you live on like a little. I live on, on a water little, on a canal. Have you had? An, you haven't had no alligator. We saw, seen a, one? we saw a baby one in our canal. Oh, that baby one's gonna be a big one. Dude, soon. if I no, saw that. if I saw a gator in my backyard, yeah, I would scare that. You know what? I, I mean. would kiss it and hug it and name it George. Shut up. You would never go near that thing. Never. Ever. Are you kidding me? No. What are you, Crocodile Dundee? You're not going to do but that. man, my two-year-old is That's so nice. That's not a knife. And, That's not, a knife. It's so nice and chunky. It could be such a good meal for that alligator. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. No? No. Okay. No do thanks. not feed Cindy to the alligator. I mean, if you need to, to, you know, you have to, but if you don't need to, I wouldn't do it. What a show today. Yeah, well, I mean, this is what you're going to get during the dog days of summer and getting ready for, you know... Uh, I mean, the spring break stuff going on right now with kids, but we are oh. getting out. of We're not in the fantasy football realm right now. We'll get more into fantasy football stuff after the draft. Once the draft is complete and we kind of know where Kyler Murray is, if he is in Arizona, we'll talk about that. If the Dolphins do draft a quarterback, what does that have to do with the fact that they are still a bad team right now? Denver, what are they going to do? They have Flacco. Like, there's a lot of intriguing parts to the draft coming up. But And March Madness, we'll, get, we'll talk more about that. We're going to do a podcast every week here, so... We're going to have crazy topics like this. We'll talk some sports. We're going to get into f- some fantasy stuff. But I thought spring break and snakes in a, gar- in a garbage can were pretty good topics this week because everybody deals with that. We are going to be labeled as straight up see, so right after this podcast gets out there. You know that. Hey, might be true. Yeah, no, I think it is actually right. very true in that matter. So, uh, yeah, so that's what we'll get into a lot. Make sure you download. Make sure you tell your friends and your family about the podcast as well. If you have any weird topics for us, too, you can always get uh, at Spencer or me on Twitter, at Spencer Knows, N-O-S-E, and I'm at Zach Krantz on Twitter as well. I'd like to end the uh, podcast with a joke. Okay. It's a, football, it. it's a football joke. Okay. Can I, like, uh, critique it afterwards, or do I have to No, laugh? it's not like a real joke. Oh, okay. It's just a joke. Okay, I'm ready. John Elway said John, Joe Flacco is currently in his prime. Like prime what? Like his prime beef? <laughs> Do you believe John Elway had the balls to go out and say Flacco is still in his prime? I'd rather fight a snake than make that statement. It's ridiculous. I mean, John Elway's lost it, and he's drafted quarterbacks, and they've not worked out, and then signed Brock Osweiler and tried right. to bring him that back That kid from Memphis was a big yeah. bust. Paxton Lynch. Oh. Like, those guys are all terrible. <laughs> God. And, and now he's that saying, could be the most outrageous now he's, thing he now said. Now he's backing up his signing by saying Flacco is still in his prime. Thank you. I'll be here all day. Be sure to tip your waitress. You know who's in their prime? Zach in the nose. We'll see you next week. 
It's Zach and the News. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.